0: Hey, what you doing this for? Just out here. For
1: recreational purposes. No. Working, man. Mission today is work hard until you can't go no more. It's always a team mission. Can't get nowhere without the team. It takes everybody. One, two, three. You better be open.
0: You better be open. Man, listen, man, listen. It's only one attitude
1: that you gotta bring. Let's go. That you need to bring. Work, 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 I mean, we come down here every day to get better. It was easy. by your doing, man. We work out on the street. You feel me? We the best in the nation. We outwork, y'all. We outwork
0: anybody.
1: We always grind. Always getting better. Every time I come through these lines, no matter what these lines at, work. Maximum effort. Adults what time is it what time is it? What time is it?
0: episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, this past Christmas, I went back home to Silver Spring, Maryland for the first time in four years. First time in four years (laughs) I see my hometown of Silver Spring, Maryland. And man, it was a very, very refreshing experience. Although I was only there for two days, it was a very, it was a very eye-opening experience, particularly because I got a chance to really develop an understanding of the difference between a house and a home. All right, teammates, and that's the topic of today's discussion. Is I want you guys to have a clear understanding of the difference between building a house and building a home. All right, I, I got there Christmas Eve night, and I can remember just getting back to my house, and I'm I'm looking at all these places. I actually pulled I made a post about this. I'm looking through all my old books and just looking through my room. And it was crazy to to think about the fact that it had been four years. It really was. That was Christmas Eve night. And then the next day was Christmas, obviously. I got an opportunity to see my niece and nephew. And there was all these, there were a bunch of things to do when it comes to Christmas and where we're going to open gifts and all that other stuff. But I, I particularly set aside Saturday to go down memory lane. I wanted Saturday to be all by myself. I wanted Saturday to go around Maryland, go around the old spots I hid. And, you know, you got to understand, right when I graduated college, I was in my early 20s. And pretty much from my early 20s all the way to my late 20s was all so was just a bunch of spots in Maryland in which I would go. And I would network, would try to meet this person. I would try to do this. I would just, There's so many things that I tried to do to get this business off the ground to get things working and just to get to be the entrepreneur I know I want it to be that I know I can be so many things so just one day on Saturday one day there was no way I was going to be able to find everything and do everything I wanted but I did I remember telling my mother I particularly wanted to take Saturday to just go to certain spots and talk to my city so to really just reestablish that connection so Saturday came along and I started my day with my normal run and get my mind right. And it was cold as hell and all that stuff. But by the time I started my day, the first spot that I hit, and this was the day I had particularly said to myself that I want this day to, to go to my old spots. The first place that I went to when I was really thinking about where I was going to go first was back Jackson Road Elementary School. I went to Jackson Road Elementary School because... That's where I practice, that's where the White Oak Warriors practice, the youth football team that I talk so much about that has been so important to my development as a man. Now, I got to Jackson Road Elementary School and I walked our practice field, walked our practice field about three or four times. And that's really where it hit me. That was the place in which I felt at home. I'm walking, I'm talking to the field. I'm just, well, I'm there by myself. It's cold. I'm just like, man, I'm wrapped up in so many different memories, man. So many different memories. So many things, so many lessons, so many great times. So much of an understanding because that, that was the last time in my life that I, I felt like I was doing something for pure reasons. Pure reasons. There was no money attached to it. There was no, okay, you got to be at this high school because this one gets an opportunity to meet college coaches. There was no politics involved. There was no favoritism. There was no bias. There was no, no bullshit. It was just young men coming together, learning how to work as a team. Young men coming together to do something productive with their lives. Young men coming together to build a community, to make their community more proud. proud. A community coming together, working as a team to do something productive. And that's the only thing that mattered. It didn't matter what color you were. It didn't matter who you were dating and all the other bullshit that comes with it. It, it was just people working together. And I'll be honest with you, teammates, that was, at that point, what, of all the other spots I hit, and I drove around Silver Spring, I drove around all my old jobs, I went to the high school I coached, I went to the high school I played at, I went to some of my old gyms that i worked at and things like that. That was the only place that felt like home, was that, that practice field right in Jackson Road Elementary School. That was the only place that felt like home. Everything else felt like a house. And here's what I mean when I say felt like a house. When I got to my, the high school that I coached, I just noticed that wasn't the same. Wasn't the same without the players there, right? <laughs> I didn't walk around as much. It just wasn't the same because there was no direction. I couldn't, I couldn't yell at anyone, basically. Right. Then I go to my old high school, and a lot of the people that have gone to Good Counsel know that Good Counsel moved from Wheaton to Oni, and it built it a massive campus, a huge campus. I, I never played at that school. I was at, the, I was at that Good Counsel for the last semester, so we switched in the middle of the semester. So again, it, it felt like a house. It felt like something that needed to be upgraded. That I went to some of my old gyms and no one knew me. It was like a completely different world. All the times that I've spent in those gyms, cleaning up those gyms, working out there, no one knew me. They had moved on and they had upgraded, right? They would upgraded. And, and I remembered I was getting prepared for this speech. I was getting prepared for this, this episode. And I had asked my dad and my sister, that's who I went to see that Saturday, you know. I spent a little time with them towards the end of the day and i said hey what do you, what would you guys say the difference between a house and a home is and the very first thing my father comes out of my father's mouth was love teammates teammates jot that down love that's the if you if you take anything away from today's discussion it's that love love when you're building a home you're building something based on love you're building relationships. You're building an opportunity to where as, a, as an adult, you can go back to that place in which felt like home and you can feel the love even when you're by yourself. But a house, it's all about upgrading. A house is all about how you're going to improve it financially. There's so much politics and bias and, and things have to go just right. There's so much of your soul being sold when it comes to how you're going to upgrade the house. I mean, I went to, I went through Georgia Avenue. This is what I did. After I went to Olney, I went down Georgia Avenue all the way from Olney, Georgia Avenue, all the way through Silver Spring. So I saw Wheaton and Wheaton was where my old high school used to be. And you drive past Wheaton high School, you drive past Georgia Avenue where the council used to be. You would never even know that there was a high school there. You would never even know all the years, all of the years that were spent busting our ass on that field, all the games that were played, you would never know there was a high school there. The, the library that was right next to the school was upgraded. It looks beautiful. It's a great library. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And it, I'm, I'm just warning you as you guys are going out on your endeavors that it is so important that you have an understanding that home. Build that home before you start trying to upgrade to a house. It, it, it is very, a very subtle difference, and that's where a lot of people get ruined in business. That's where I've been burnt a lot of times in business is I've gotten so focused on upgrading a house and adding this and adding that, adding this feature and trying to do this with the Sharks and trying to do this with Jim 44 and doing all these things that upgrade a house. But I, I miss that foundation on many, many occasions. I miss that understanding that you got to build your home and allow the house to be upgraded trust that what you built in the home trust that that love and support that foundation is there so the house gets built by the community because you build some from a home base i'll I'll give you an example and i'll close with this example a couple years ago i used to work at a krav maga studio krav maga for those who aren't familiar with krav maga it's a self-defensive fitness class all right it's it's particularly where you start to use your boxing techniques i really wanted to develop as a boxing trainer because i knew jim 44's logo was that of a boxer so i i saw krav as a way of of learning that so i can go out and do my thing and build up the company i want to build now the the particular krav maga studio that i decided to work at was in owings mills maryland and i'm not sure if i've i've told you guys this story on other podcasts i'm pretty sure i did if not whatever you, it's it's not important but anyway I worked at this one in Owing Mills because it was right. It wasn't it wasn't too far from the Baltimore Ravens practice facility. And I was hoping that I would be able to rub some shoulders with some of the Baltimore Ravens execs and things like that. And I was I was learning it so I'd be able to teach football players boxing lessons and things. A lot of the things I'm doing now, I was hoping I was gonna do it in Owings Mills because it was so close to the Ravens practice facility. It had a time when I was working at that studio and one of the instructors had just gotten a job with Under Armour. And we all know Under Armour, the major shoe company that's doing some great things. And Under Armour has headquarters in Baltimore, Maryland. And for those of you who don't know, they also have a gym. They have a gym in there headquarters and one of the trainers at the Krav Maga studio also worked at um, Under Armour. So that was a great, it was a great synergy and things like that. So I was at the, I was at the Krav Maga studio and I was talking to one of the members and we were telling them about this trainer who got a job with Under Armour and stuff like that. And then the member immediately goes, he goes, Hey, does he know that his boss lives right up the street? (laughs) Kevin Plank, who's the boss of, who's the CEO and founder of Under Armour lives in Owens Mills, Maryland, and that, that, that kind of struck me too because, like I said, I was trying to rub shoulders with people like him, and I had already sent a bunch of emails to Kevin Plank about the Ocean City Sharks and da da so it, that's, that's another story, though. There had a time while I was working out at the Crab Maga studio, and I was wearing one of the old Under Armour shirts, and I got that old Under Armour shirt because they – and there had it. There was a time in which Under Armour used the White Oak Warriors for one of their commercials. The White Oak Warriors, my youth football team, the team I played for, the team I dedicated my entire childhood for, was used in one of Under Armour's commercials. And I went to the commercial, and I was stealing a bunch of free stuff. And it was a shirt that I had since I was a kid, and it still fit me, obviously. So I was down, I'm at the Cromagga Studio, and I'm working out. I believe the shirt had Powerhouse three on the back. And one of the members of Crab Maga recognized the shirt. He goes, oh, man, that's one of them old school Under Armour shirts. Yeah, yeah, I used to work there. He goes, that was back when there was only like six people working for the company. <laughs> and and T V you know, he went on and he elaborated a little bit about his time spent there. And he told me this story. And it's a story I want you guys to pay really close attention to. He said that Kevin Plank, the founder of Under Armour, had gone to Nike. This is when Under Armour was first getting started. And they had gone to Nike. He'd gone to Nike and he pitched him the same idea. He pitched them the same idea of, you know, wearing tight, stretchy t-shirts under your football pads. And he, he ran down the entire presentation to him and Nike told him to go fuck himself. Nike blew him off. He got blown off by Nike. Now... Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, they're all competitors. And then he went on to say, see, those are stories you get. Those are stories you get when you start something from home. Those are stories you get back, you know, when when you really believe in something's going to be big. And teammates. The reason I tell you that is because I I know you guys listen in so much, and I appreciate you listening in so very much. But this podcast has always been about, is always going to be about finding your place in this world. And I know you're listening in because you have something in your head. You have something that you know is genius. You have something that is really going to hit that home run. And I want you to focus on building a home. Understand, had the guy, had Kevin Plain given up, had he given up when he got told no by Nike and he, had he not gone and said, you know what, I'm going to, take these tight, stretchy t-shirts, and I'm going to build a home base. I'm going to build a home right here in Maryland, where I'm from, Silver Spring, Maryland. That's where he's from. And I'm going to make it something local. Then it's not what it is today. It doesn't grow. He lets the Nikes and all those people just turn them off, right? So uh, whatever's in your head right now, focus on making it something that your local community benefits from. Because when you make sure your local benefit benefiting from it, then people come in after, and then they add upgrades to your house. And you have that foundation of love. But if you go about it, tr- like me, like I have in the past, and like he did in his past, if you go about it, trying to say, all right, I'm gonna go try to build this house, I have this great idea, and I'm gonna go to a well-known company like Nike and pitch this great idea, guess what? Your upgrades aren't gonna happen you're never going to see that you're never going to reach the full potential of what your idea can be because you're too busy pitching and pitching and pitching to something that already exists. It's like a house built on sand. Even if you do get that, even if let's say you do get told yes by that major corporation, it's still built on sand because they're going to want things done their way. You can't, you won't have creative control of your idea. Now, Under Armour's competitor is competing with Nike. And think about the fact that at one point, he was pitching to him. All right, teammates? So uh, I, hope that, I hope that clarifies things for you. Whatever's in your head, I'm going to leave you with this, and I hope you jot this down, just so you have something to take away from this discussion. Whatever's in your head, build a home based on love. Make sure it's love. Make sure it's those relationships. Make sure it's something in which Someone can go back to, just like I went back to my field. I went back to the field in which I practiced youth for. I played youth football, and I walked around. And I, I felt at home. I felt all the lessons. I, I was noticing where Coach D used to yell at us. I was noticing where we used to run hills. I was noticing when I, took, I got my first tackle or when I got my first big hit. And I, I really realized all of this, how special home really is because it built my philosophy. It built everything I am today because it was a home. Built on love. And then everything else, I was able to steal information. I was able to, to go to the good councils. I was able to go coach high school football. I was able to move to Florida, move to be in Miami and understand that my home base was built on love. And people see something special in me because of that moment, what they built with the White Oak Warriors. So build something like a home. Build something based on love. And I'm telling you, your day will come. If you're really doing that, your day will come where people are going to come in and take your home and turn it into a house and just add upgrades, 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 upgrades. But whatever happens, make sure you have that foundation because it is it is, it is that foundation that's going to get you to where you need to be. It's going to make it so you have the right people in place. All right, and I'll, I'll close with this. It would be Pat Summitt. Pat Summitt, uh, the all-time great basketball coach. I, I don't even want to call her just a women's basketball. She's a great coach one of the all-time greatest coaches has been on record saying you win in life with people jot that down you win in life with people understand you live you win in life with people build a home with the right people and then your house will get upgrades fellow teammates continue to move swiftly we'll talk more soon
1: Thank you very
2: much. I've always said, you win in life with people. And I have been so blessed to have great people in my life. My son Tyler and I appreciate all of your support. And during this time, That's the next challenge for me and Tyler. And it is time to fight as I ask all of you to join me together so we will win. And I can tell you, tonight I am deeply touched. As all of you heard my story, I'm going to keep on keeping on. I promise you that. Thank you. Quarter of Human Achievement salutes Pat Summit, this year's Arthur Ashe Award recipient. Hi and welcome to Grammar Gurus. So in this episode, we're going to look at the usage of house and home in English. of English have asked me about the difference between house and home and how they are used in English. Let's look at the simple difference. Home just means a place where you live. For some people, home is an apartment, or a house, or under the side of a bridge, or a hut. A house is a type of place Like this or this. Okay, so that's the simple difference. Now, let's look at another way to think about the meaning of home. Home can be used as if it were a feeling more than simply a place that you live. A classic saying in English is home is where the heart is. Home can be used as a feeling that you are safe, comfortable, or in a place that you belong. Even though most of my friends live in Thailand and have houses, apartments, condos here in Thailand, they still will say, I'm going home for Christmas. Meaning that they are going back to America to where they grew up or back to their family home for Christmas holidays. Now, I've lived in Thailand for more than 10 years, and so I feel that in many ways, Thailand is my home. I could say that Seattle feels like home, or I could say the town that I grew up in doesn't feel like home anymore because I haven't been there for years. Home can be used like a feeling. Even grammatically, home is used a bit differently than other places. We use the preposition to, used with the verb go, To talk about any place. For example, we say, I'm going to my house, or I have to go to work, or I'll go to the mall. But we don't use to with home. We say, I'm going home. I have to go home. I'll go home tomorrow. So even grammatically, it feels a little bit different, not just like any other place.
1: This is
0: our house. Everything you have trained for your entire life has prepared you for this moment.
1: We talk of words such as pride, heart, poise, and toughness. Are these just words, or is that who you are?
0: Courage is not about being scared, it's about being terrified, but
1: persevering anyway. Down the right. All right, man, let's go. First and ten, and they're in an ace the set. They're not gonna throw the damn football, you got me? That's what we're looking for. That's Under Armour football. Let's go. It's us versus them. Let's run it again! I'm going. All they want to talk about is how big they are, and that this is the year they knocked us off! Well, when they come in here, they got to play our game in our house, and nobody beats us in our house! We must protect this house! Just like a birdie, I just want to fly free. So high, and so I own a piece of land somewhere, somewhere, off in a country. Oh, oh yeah. listen. Temperature's like a hundred degrees, like I got chains for me. Black male in the family of three, been proud of my destiny. Reckon I'll fly away, cause it's too much for the man. Shouldn't have down this way. What happened to my master plane? Cause I can't figure out been a love child. Shouldn't have gone down this way. Tell me, how did I get life, 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 life. Oh, yeah. life, life. Talk to Home, yeah. Just about to see the dollar sign. Yeah. They're close to a piece of mind. Everything was about to be fine. So, so tell me, fine. so how? I-